Hey, Gems. I wanted to have a conversation with you for just a moment. This is not an episode, and this is not a break the mold segment either, okay? Just a quick conversation I wanted to have with you all that I felt like was very, very important. Because I feel like a lot of times we need clarity on things. And when clarity is not provided, it leads to a lot of confusion and chaos and all kind of things. And I'm feeling that right now (laughs) in certain areas, okay? This message is very, very important to me because one, I'm very, very particular about boundaries. You may not be, but I am. And as you get to learn me, you'll learn that. And that's what this um, conversation is about. I'm doing this so you can get to know me better in a way. So you can understand what it is I like, what it is I don't like, you know, maybe some expectations, you know, things of that magnitude. So we can kind of get on the same page here. Whew, I have to say it. Oh, boy. <laughs> you ever had one of those moments where you just want to be like, Whew, oh, boy. Okay. So, for those who don't know, my name is Latanya. I am also go by the name Lady L. I'm an image consultant, brand strategist, and personal stylist. We're not going to really get into all that today, but I may talk more about the image consultant side of me because I feel like that is very important. Okay. So, I've been noticing some things and um, some things have been brought to my attention. And so, I just wanted to address them with you guys. Okay. First of all, um, for those who don't know me and for those who do know me, this is a very important season. This is one, my comeback season. I took some time away um, to just handle some things, you know, personal things in life. And now I'm resurfacing and coming back out and doing my thing. And so some people have discovered me, let's say, during my off season. So they really don't know me like that. You know, a lot of those individuals took a journey with me while I was in the off season going through a grievance period. But they don't really know me like that. You ever know? You know what I'm saying? You know of me, but you don't really know me like that. Yeah, it's like that. (laughs) So... I just want to make sure that we're all on the same page because it's a lot going on. Okay. During my off season, I stressed two things. I said that I um, was taking a break and wasn't, you know, going to really be operating. Breaks are needed. We all need breaks from time to time. You know, If you are a mother, you need a break. If you're a father, you need a break. If you're a working professional, you may need a break. From whatever it is that you do, sometimes we need a break from that thing that we do. And we need just time away for ourselves sometimes. But, oh boy, people were discovering me when I was on this break. I had people inboxing me, like literally saying, everybody's watching you. Go ahead, show us what you got. Um... I'm on a break. Ain't no showing what I got. Fall back. (laughs) You know, like really, like really, really. 
Like, people were inboxing me, y'all. Okay, the world's watching you. Who told the world to watch me? Why did you go gather the world to watch me at a time where I don't want to be watched? At a time where I'm going through my own healing. Ah, key. Sometimes the very people you need in your life, they go through seasons where they go through things as well. And they may need healing as well. You know? I'm always the vessel that people come to for a lot of different things. Not saying I want to be. But when I went through my own thing, I needed that away time for me. Because there was no one that I could get that from at that time. And pump the brakes. I know people are like, but I'm here now. I can help you. I can help you. Whoop. Let's not go there right now, okay? We're going to get there, though. That's why we're having this conversation, because I'm getting a lot of that right now. And um, We need to talk boundaries, okay? We need to talk boundaries. Yeah. So, what I was saying was, when I was going through that, that's the dilemma that I had then. We do know that then is equivalent to three years ago, right? Okay. We're talking about 2020. We're in 2023, okay? So when that was happening then, because see, I want us all on the same page. That was back then. No, there was nobody. I was asking. They just weren't there, okay? So I had decided when there was nobody around to take a break. See, a lot of people don't do that for themselves. A lot of people just keep going and doing this thing, and then they burn out and yada, yada, yada. And then there's a lot of things that go on when people don't take time for themselves, and I ain't that tight, okay? Hey, I'll put a pause on it. I'll pump them brakes. Because I'm always putting me first when it comes to certain things, okay? Man, I know in all areas, but in certain areas, oh, yeah. And that was one of the areas for me. Oh, yeah. So, needless to say, that was three years ago. And, um... People were on my page, seeing things that I've spoke of, old videos, old this or that, and you know, and you know, they waiting for me to solve their problems. I wasn't in a problem solving season. Okay. Now, the pandemic brought a lot of issues because it was the first time people got to sit down and realize that they needed some healing. They had some issues going on and they were trying to find these solutions. I had my own stuff, too. I was grieving. Now, see, some of the solutions that they were going through, I should say, the problems that they were going through, they needed a different type of solution. But I was going through the grieving season and I needed a whole different solution with that. And if you ever gone through that, that is an emotional roller coaster ride. Okay. Okay, and it's just something you just got to walk out if you ever been through it, because at different times you're going to be hit with different things. And, you know, it's a process, but that's not what we're here for today. And, you know, something else that I found is this. People always have to seem to categorize everything. They're not going to be comfortable unless they can put you in a box for their comfort. So they want to quickly give you titles. 
I was given all kinds of titles, y'all. I hear some people refer to me as their therapist. I hear some people refer to me as their healer. I just want y'all to know. I don't refer to myself as those titles. And let me tell you why. It's no disrespect. But when you assume certain titles, it also assumes certain responsibilities. It's like if you're a mother. Being a mother comes with certain responsibilities. Being a father comes with certain responsibilities. Being a sister, certain responsibilities. Being a brother, certain responsibilities. You get where I'm going with this? Whatever you assume the title of, certain responsibilities come with that. Even in your place of employment. Whatever your job is, you assume those responsibilities, okay? So, therapist was thrown at me. Healer was thrown at me, okay? I don't associate myself as your therapist. I did not go to school for that. I'm not saying you necessarily got to go to school for that. I'm just saying I respect that, okay? I respect that industry. I respect that title. And if you are operating as a therapist and you went to school and you got the training and the professionalisms and everything with that, I salute you. And I respect that. I am not trying to put on the cap a therapist for anybody, okay? HIPAA ain't going to be looking at me. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> like, there's a certain amount of responsibility that comes along with that. So we got to be careful when we throw certain titles at people. That's one thing. Healer. This is what I want to talk about when it comes to healing. The word healing is so broad in itself. Okay. So when you say healer, people think that you are this magic fountain of youth that they can come to and they can just miraculously get cured from you. Really. I'm not saying it for my health. I've really had conversations like this. Like if someone refers to me. Refer someone to me like, oh, well, she's a healer. They're thinking I can heal everything that they're going through. And I can't, y'all. I don't even refer to myself as a healer. I feel like we all have different gifts and talents and things. I know where my talents lie. I know where my gifts lie. On my page, I speak on self-discovery. There are some people who will put down self-discovery. You know, like you go to certain pages and some people are like, well, you don't need this in self-discovery. I don't think it's, you don't need reinvention. You don't need this. We have to be careful with language like that. I would never disrespect what someone else is doing. And no one else should be respecting what someone else is doing. That's a clear indication. If you feel like someone doesn't need anything or if you're putting it down, it's not your lane. And this is why I like to speak on this often sometimes because this is a huge world we live in. And we got to be careful with a lot of things sometimes. How we show up, how we say things, how we project things, how we throw titles around. Healing is a category. But within that healing industry and category, there are subdivisions, meaning individual branches that branch off from the healing. So if you identify as a healer, you are going to be on a certain sub branch from it. Like, have you ever seen a tree that had branches from it? It's the same thing. 
So we got the tree of healing, but there's branches that branch off. And if you are healers, you are on one of those branches somewhere. And that's where I fall into the flow. I fall within self-discovery. Every healer does not do self-discovery. Some people specialize in holistic health. Mental health, you know, different, there's different categories. Even when mental health came out during the pandemic, I was careful with that. A lot of people wanted to throw me out as a mental health advocate. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. And I'm very careful about stuff like that because I don't like to get stigmatized. And I also don't want to assume responsibility in talking about something that I may not be the expert in. Because certain people dealing with certain things. Again, healing is very, very broad and certain people require different needs when it comes to their healing. And we're all in different areas and seasons of our healing journeys. So if someone says, oh, well, she's a healer, I may not be what your friend needs. If you're sitting here saying, oh, well, she's just a healer. But the type of healing that they are needing, that they're rooted, that's at their root right now, that they're trying to unpack, it may not be in the same alignment with what I do. Now, here's the catch 22. Once they heal themselves of what it is that they are in need of healing of, let's say it may be trauma from their past childhood, they may need to get with a therapist or a counselor or someone who specializes in that particular trauma. And then once they are healed of that particular trauma, whatever specific it is, then in their next season or the season thereafter, I don't know, they may be in a season of, okay, that's healed. That was my old story that I identified with. Okay, so I no longer identify with that story because now I know the root of that story and now I know why healing was need and necessary for me. And I've got that healing. So now I'm in the season of trying to rediscover me. Uh Uh-huh. That's where the light bulb go off. That's where I come in at. I'm on that self-discovery branch. It is important that we realize that. Okay, and I'm saying this because I don't want people just throwing things and, you know, at me and people at me and stuff like that, because healing can get tricky. I talked about this on my last episode and um, it can get tricky because there's so many different areas with it, you know, and that's why self-awareness is so important. One, in knowing who you are. Two, in knowing your individual needs. And three, knowing where you are in your journey, you know, because with those things, it will show you where you need to go. No, you're not going to heal everything overnight. It is a journey, which means you go from one season to the next. In the next season, you're going to heal something else. And then in the next season, you have something else to heal. And then in the next season. And this is important for me to say because... Let's talk about trends. Healing is not a trend. I know 
Healing is this new topic that we are talking about since the pandemic, because let's just be honest, a lot of us have not sat down long enough to realize we need healing. We've kept going, running the rat race, and we swept things underneath the rug and never deal with things. And so we finally had an opportunity to sit down long enough to deal with or start to unpack some of the things that have maybe been plaguing us or bothering us for years or realizing what's actually holding us back because time came to a standstill where we had time to process that. Okay. Healing has always been here. Ayanla has been here. She is definitely in the healing category and she's been here for years before fix your life. She had the starting over house and probably something before then, but I was introduced to Ayanna during her starting over days when I was a youngster. I was so intrigued and interested in her story, her, um, her show. I paused there. So as you can see, I ain't new to this. <laughs> so... My and, and I also did that pause to show you where it shows sometimes your gifts start showing up early. Those gifts were showing up really, really early for me. Like I when I say a youngster, I think I was in like fifth grade, sixth grade, I gotta do it. It was very young, like very, very young that I was watching that. But um that was a seed being planted even at that time. And then I always was just in interest yeah, excuse me, interested in conversations and things like that. And growing up, I was always the one that everybody would come to for advice. I didn't want to, but you know, like some of my peers growing up kids, they felt comfortable enough to come to me when they were going through something always. And I never understood that. I remember having a conversation with my father. Um, was this middle school? It was middle school. I had a friend who was going through something and, um, she needed advice the whole way through this whole thing. She kept coming to, to me for the advice. And I remember one day telling my mom and dad, I was like, I don't want to be the one always going to advice. And, you know, they were trying to tell me, you know, like, just be there, be a friend, you know, and do this. And, you know, and I felt the weight back then of being there for some, you know, being there for others when it came to like certain topics to that magnitude. I was good at it. I gave good advice. But I also felt that that weight. And you know, it took years to learn how to learn it and navigate it because it was something that I always fought off. But then I realized later on, you know, like it is part of a gifting that advice side. I don't want to go too deep in it, <laughs> but um, I'm just showing you that to show where it started showing up early in my life. So I had to learn how to put it in play, put it in practice, um, how I had to learn how to be there for people. And, you know, even though I was learning it early on and, you know, who's going to how do you teach a kid how not to take on so much? You know what I mean? Like the gift was heavy. You know what I mean? And you probably don't know what I mean, but it was, it was really heavy, a heavy weight. And, um, 
I think I did good. And as you know, like for the most part until, you know, I went through my own little season of just grief and going through that. And then everything just kind of hit me at one time. I, I went through a season where I just happened to have a lot going on. And I was like, okay, shh, yo, I can't be there for you right now because I need to figure out something that I'm going through and navigating. <sighs> Hence we are. This is when everybody meets me. <laughs> so, y'all know, I don't know. We got subject a little bit, but I just wanted to show y'all that when where the gift starts and starts to show up but this box thing again i think people throw titles out there to put you in a box i don't want to be called a therapist <laughs> i'm gonna be the first one to tell you i am not your therapist i'm not i'm not a therapist We'll find a cute title for it to give it. If y'all, if y'all want to have a nickname, I'm open to a nickname. I'm just not therapist. I re, the reason why I say no therapist is because I respect that line of work and I'm not that. It might feel like it when you having that conversation with me, it might feel like a form of therapy. I get that. I really, really do. And maybe that's something I need to work on. But I mean, honestly, I'm just not settled with that title I just feel like it's just a, a lot of responsibility coming with me, and then it comes with a certain level of expectations that yeah yeah and your girl right now is in a different era of her life too so like I don't want this era I don't want the, this era to be so heavy so I'll still be there for people but mm, the heaviness no that's a whole nother conversation um, so what I'm really, what I'm saying is I'm willing to work with you guys and we can figure that out. But right now, can you call me an image consultant, which is the title I actually went to school for? It's a form like what we do is image consultant. It is a form of therapy, but I'm not a therapist. So my professional title for that, if that's how you associate me, just call me the image consultant. I love you for it. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's what I want. But, um. So let's just clarify that, okay? If you are one of the ones who refer to me as a therapist, I get it. But my professional title is actually image consultant. You know, I don't want the lines to get blurred and I don't want the lines to get crossed. I don't want you to have certain expectations or expecting me to do what a therapist does because I'm not a therapist. I'm not a licensed trained um, therapist. I'm an image consultant and what I do is actually fun. So like there's a lot of fun to what I do. We haven't gotten to a lot of it yet um, because, again, you guys are trying to get to know me. But I think there the therapist makes it so heavy and I want to bring the lightness into it because image consulting is so much fun. We are the analysts. Like I always tell you, we analyze the situation. We're going to give you that good advice. When you finish with me, oh my God, you're going to have a game plan and you're going to feel confident and you're going to feel like your best self or you be beginning to feel like your best self. So I want that feel good, refreshed feeling for you when you interact with me. And that's really what you get when you do work with me. It's just right now we're trying to work through the fluff 
of things so we can bridge that gap so you guys can get to me. But um, that was one thing. Yeah, I really just don't want to be called a therapist. Okay, because that's not it. It gets too heavy and I like to have fun. And I know a lot of y'all like to have fun. So, okay, let's keep it fun. Okay, so it's like the fun side to it, you know. But if you need the heavy, heavy stuff, I this is real talk. I really would suggest that you go to a trained therapist who can help you with some of this like um, deep stuff. I can't prescribe you anything. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't want to um, either. The only thing I'm going to prescribe you is how we're going to change your closet, how we're going to recreate your look, okay? <laughs> get your wardrobe together, you know, stuff like that. And then once we get into skincare and, you know, I want to talk about everything. But you'll see, I'm the fun side of life, okay? We're going to be the fun side. But we do talk about the serious stuff. We can't not do that. So that's where the inner work comes in. I do help you with the inner work and I help you develop your confidence. And I'm more like the friend, the therapist. They're your doctor. They're, you know, like they. They're a little different from me. I'm more like the friend you wish you had that you can talk about stuff. And once you are working on certain stuff, I would also suggest that you have like, even if you work with me, I would suggest that you have a therapist or a counselor because they can help you in areas that I can't. And that's why I, I utilized that um, scenario earlier. I'm probably the one you come to after you didn't heal a, a past wound or a, a trauma and then come to because you're like, that's healed and I'm free of it and you come. And the reason that is because when we start getting into group work and stuff, I want to keep it as light as I can because sometimes people be carrying so much heavy trauma that I don't want that trauma that you're carrying to be projected on someone else because it's unfair to them. I know how that feels and I've had that happen to me plenty of times. And it's unfair to be in a setting where someone's looking at someone and they may be jealous, envious, you know, like all the negative stuff. In my setting, we're going to work through things, but we're not going to be targeting people. You know, I don't want anybody within my realm to feel uncomfortable. I don't want anyone to feel attacked. I don't want anyone to feel like someone is envy and jealous of them or setting them up. Like all of that negative stuff that we're not taking people joy. We're trying to reinstate joy. We're trying to bring back happiness and peace in people's lives. If you are disturbing the peace, I'm not for you. If you are about how to hurt people, I'm not for you. If you if you one of those spirits who like, I just want to see how I can hurt somebody to keep them down. I'm not for you. Okay? Because that's not what my space is about. Okay? So, yeah. All right, so let me scratch that off my list. <laughs> and again, I reiterate, like I said, I know people like to put people in a box for their comfort zone, but I'm an image consultant and you may not be familiar with that title. And I understand that because it is a newer title and um, it's a lot of us out here and we're slowly coming and you'll start seeing our faces more and you've been starting to see our faces more in the last few years. But um, 
in a few years to come, just like anything else, you'll start to recognize the title a lot more. But instead of a therapist, I'm your image consultant. And I know therapist is a common name, but image consultant <laughs> is what I would prefer. Okay. Uh, okay. Speaking of another thing I noticed, let's talk boundaries for a second, okay? I know I'm new, but oh boy, I, 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 I have to put boundaries in place for several different reasons. Um, we get so excited about stuff. Sometimes we take off to the races with things and not really having a clear understanding of what's going on with things. You know, um, I know people have their individual communities and they're talking to their communities and I understand that ain't nothing wrong with that. But, um, I've been noticing some things. One, my brand name. At her best style is my brand name. It is not an image consultant term. <laughs> it is not a trend. It's not a fancy slang. It's actually my actual brand name. And I've noticed that it has come up in certain hashtags for people. And then if you Google image consultants, where who's ever making this list of hashtags for like, if you put in positivity, what hashtags come up under positive or um, gratitude or something like that. My brand name is coming up in the list under image consultants. Like it's a hashtag you put in for an image consultant. I mean, I appreciate the compliment that it's a well-known name out there. You know, I do appreciate that, but that could be good and bad at the same time. Bad because people are going to overuse my name. People are not going to understand it is an actual brand. It's not actually one of the names underneath the image consultant category. So a lot of things are going down. You know, like when you, I don't know if you guys ever built a brand, but I do have certain methods that I use for my clients and will be using and things. And, um, these are my methods that I've come up with. And so I've had to get those legally patented and things to be able to help people. And I know this is the age of social media and when there's things out there and we see things that catch our eye and we're like, oh my God, it's an idea. I got to use that in my brand. Be very, very careful of things because it's nothing wrong with seeing an idea and wanting, you know, like, okay, like say you Google an outfit. You know, like someone's wearing a red top with some denim and they gave you an idea on how you can pair your red top with some denim. That's an idea. That's cool. You know, that that's understandable. You see something on my page that's positive. You like the quote or something. I get that. That's cool, too. Here's where it is a no go. When someone is literally taking every aspect of your brand and creating a brand off of your brand, that is a no, no, no. And that's not just for me. That's for anybody. I just don't think we ex we respect individualism anymore. I know this old saying, nothing is original. There are some things that are original. That's why they have patents out there. And that's why people go out there and they get things legally taken care of to respect, you know, to protect originality. Um, but if you are, if you're going to put yourself out there as an influencer, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and use you guys. 
be very careful with that. You can't create a brand off of somebody else's brand. And if they are, they have a lot of things going on that you admire, let's say, that would be a good idea to collaborate. Imagine what magic y'all can create together if y'all collaborate versus you trying to create a brand that's almost identical. And I don't want to use the word stealing and copying out there. I'm trying to be nice, but just saying it, it gets into slippery chokes. It can appear like you're stealing. It can definitely appear like you're copying if you're not careful. And that's why I want to have these conversations because how would anyone know where you're going with that? The same words are being used. Someone's doing something and you're doing the exact same thing. You see what I'm saying? You know, like, I know I say things like telling women how to put themselves first. And so all of a sudden that's coming up. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. Comeback. My brand is creating comebacks. I don't know anybody else's brand out there doing that. But now all of a sudden I'm seeing master classes on creating comebacks and all kind of stuff. And, you know, let's just be a little careful. That's what I'm saying with that. And this is a conversation I've been wanting to have with influencers for a while. Just like my brand is, okay, my category category as an image consultant is new. Influencer marketing was something that was new to the market at one point in time. Okay. It has since taken off. Now, when the influencers y'all first came out, there was a lot of different run-ins y'all had with people, let's say different industries. First, it was the makeup industry. When YouTube, they call call it, I call it YouTube. Some people call it YouTube University. When YouTube first came out, you know, you had your certain influencers out there teaching makeup. Cool. Okay, get it. This is not a, first of all, disclaimer. This is not to put anybody down or put that down or anything. It's not one of those type of conversations. I'm bringing the conversation to the table so we can kind of see where things can go kind of left and kind of right. So we can get on the same page. Because I still think this is a conversation that needs to have. That we never had. And we all need to figure this one out. For the betterment of everybody. Okay. Rejoin. So. When influencers first came out. First it was the makeup industry that was impacted. So they were teaching tutorials on how to do your makeup. Which is fine. You learn some different tips and stuff like that. You're teaching people how to do your makeup. Um, it was interesting because I was working at Sephora at the time when a lot of that was on the rise and, um, you, you, we seen it all. We seen the different feedback. We saw the good feedback, the positive feedback. We saw the good and positive, And then we saw the negative feedback also. It was a lot. Then, you know, there was this thing in the makeup industry where each industry, not just makeup, each industry has their own thing, whether or not you are a lawyer a doctor, cosmetologist, don't matter. There are certain things within your industry that come up each year to further your education in what you do. For the makeup industry, they have these classes like um, that are given sometimes by their schools like Aveda or you know different um, cosmetology schools out there will give further educational classes. Also, we have things like 
IMAT. You know, IMAT will set up um, across different cities to offer additional classes to makeup artists as well as give them an opportunity to buy makeup to build their bag or you know like build their brand or whatever it is that they're using it for so they can come in and buy the tools that they need at a discount you know but the key word to these events is it's an educational event to enhance their artistry okay so what happened was during the time of the influencer marketing they learned that these events happen annually you know like so the more the influencers were learning about the industry they were learning about the different events that go on within the industry and then they would show up at the event so here's where the problem came in problem came in is they started doing meet and greets up at the events I think at first it wasn't so much a problem, but it became a problem later on because then because the as influencers grow, their numbers grow. So larger numbers were starting to come to these events, one to meet the influencers. So the influencer following was coming to the events. When you bring in more people, <laughs> people are there with different agendas. So remember this, everything has a foundation. And everything is built on a certain foundation for certain reasons and has certain standards, rules, and boundaries, okay? So when you are an influencer and you're coming into one of these established educational events that happens annually that someone is saving their hard-earned money to go to to get that education to further their artistry, and then their event is turned into almost like a show it's like what the event used to be that part of the foundation has really been swept aside because now people are only coming to the events to see their favorite influencer and they found it as oh this is a way i can get a discount on makeup so now people are coming in to buy a discount on makeup that can be a plus and a positive you know we're not going to really talk about that but i just want you to see where i'm going with this conversation so yes, higher sales, more money, but true, are the artists are the real artists who's there to get the tools that they need able to get what they need now because of the inflow of people who are coming in. So here's the confusion. So now people are having a hard time really getting into events. The events is now the educational part is overshunned by what else is going on at the events because of these meet and greets and stuff. So they ran into a huge problem with that. Not bringing up old stuff, but just want to show you something. We went from makeup to then hair. The hair industry, it kind of happened the same way. So once they started doing tutorials about makeup, then we started going into the hair industry. They learned the hair industry. We learned the different companies. We learned the different ins and outs and what's going on. And boom, we kind of ran into the same problem. Then we went into skincare. Then we went into... Not just skincare, but products, you know, different um, beauty products. You know, the influencers are marketing different beauty products. So now we are fashion. And we see videos out there about wardrobe capsules and all of this stuff like that, that people go to school for to actually learn these things. And I get you learning and you want to put it out there, but mmm. Have you ever gotten secondhand advice? You know what I mean? Like 
Sometimes you are giving information, but it may not be accurate because it's given to you secondhand. We risk that sometimes in situations like this, you know, because now we're taking industry, real industry tips. The stuff that like as an image consultant, I can say there are certain things that we went to school for that's not out there privileged to everybody. And it's just because it's to the ones who went to school. And I'm sure that's within any industry, whether you're a doctor, dentist, whatever it is. And I think sometimes with influencer marketing, we're not careful with that. So we got to know in the boundaries. I don't want to take influencer marketing away from anybody or anything, not putting it down or anything. I'm just saying, how can we all come together with that? Because I feel like I'm in that space now where... People are learning me and I'm new title. I'm an image consultant. I know people are learning D and I'm also in that fashion market, you know, and I know people are like, okay, well, I like what you're about. You're about self-discovery. You're about comebacks. Okay. Well, I'm an influencer. I have 500,000 people on my channel and I can market what you're doing and and I can reach more women that you're trying to reach. Pump the brakes. Okay. Y'all still with me? All right. This is where we're at. I appreciate that enthusiasm for you, from you. I really, 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 really do. But before we do anything, sis, bruh, I would love if you just talk with me. Maybe ask me what it is I want. Maybe ask me my vision. And a lot of times we don't do this in life. And this conversation is not just about me. I'm just speaking for those who feel that way and don't, and we're not speaking about it. Because this is a conversation we need to have. Sometimes we we need to have that conversation. Even in relationships, you got to ask people, what is it that you want? Because sometimes when you don't ask those questions and you just go off and do something, you could be burning, well, crossing boundaries, <laughs> one. And then you can potentially burn a bridge if you're not careful. Because a lot of times... We don't ask people what their vision is. We are always trying to intrude our vision onto them. I'm going to say it again. We don't ask people enough what their individual visions are. We are too busy sometimes trying to impose. That's the word I want to use. Impose our vision on them. On what their vision should look like. Ooh. Did y'all get that? Hope so. Rewind it back. And we got to be careful of that because that is a huge boundary right there. And I don't want that for anybody. Okay. And I feel like this is an exciting time. My brain is very exciting and what I got going on. Believe it or not, this is what people don't own. I do have people that I do work with for my brand, but you don't know that. They're not in the spotlight right now. They're not highlighted or anything. We're behind the scenes. We're doing our thing. And there's people who are mad. Because I don't work with them. Just because I'm not working with you. It doesn't mean I'm not working with someone. There's people who have. Well I can do this for your brand. And do this and do this. But maybe. Just maybe where you're going with it. Is not what I want. I'm not trying to have my brand. A part of a car commercial. If you get what I'm trying to say. Somebody out there knows what I'm trying to say. That's too far. Left. Anything like people take little things 
And like, I know you good. I know you know a lot of people. I know you can do this and this and you're trying to show me what you can do. But hey, let's have a conversation first. And how about figure out what I want and then try to show me you can give me what I need based upon my vision and what I want. I think sometimes we look at numbers too hard sometimes. You know, everybody's not looking for worldwide appeal with what it is that they're building. I'm not trying to save the world with my brand. Let me say that again. I'm not trying to save the whole world with my brand. I've had someone literally in the pandemic, an old classmate, reach at me. Well, I'm in the middle of grieving, by the way. Let me add that in there. Talking about some. But you're going to save the world. Like, literally. And I was like, where are y'all getting this from? No one asked me anything. And then they were pushing it on me. That's the other thing. Pushing, pushing me. I'm in a healing season. A important part of my healing season at that. If you never went to grief, you don't know the different stages of grief. So the particular stage that I was in, even at grief, not good, bueno. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is not good. No bueno, no bueno at all. If you know your Spanish, no bueno, no good. No good is what I'm saying. Like, you're trying to push me worldwide on something and I am in a crucial part right now. I'm not even on right now, okay? Boundaries. And then they wonder why I push back because a boundary was crossed. You are behind my back trying to orchestrate something that I did not ask to be orchestrated and no one asked me what I wanted. Do you get what I'm saying? So as influencers, you guys have reach, no doubt. You're reaching people, but every influencer is different too. You know, some people reach different people. Some people carry themselves different way. It got to be in alignment just because you may think you're in alignment. You may not be in alignment and you could be, but if you don't want to burn that bridge and you want to stay in alignment with me, let's talk, talk to me. If you, if you see me that well from your end and you say, I like what you got going on. I think I can help you with my, what I do is I'm an influencer marketer and I think I want to help you. Okay. Schedule a conversation with me. Let's talk. I can tell you maybe where I'm going with some things and where I think you could fit in or where I would, what are you, you tell me your suggestions, you know, like, can we come back to that? Can we have these conversations? And sorry, influencers, I got to use y'all. And the reason I'm using y'all is because it's been a lot of static with y'all. Y'all were one of the newer marketing tactics that have come out. Now, marketing has been around. Marketing is in my background. I went to school for marketing. But influencer marketing is kind of the most newer advantage that we have in the marketing pyramid. Okay. And they ran into a lot of the crossroads. And so as a brain strategist, I see things like that. And I'm always like, how can we fix it? How can we help them? Even coming out with a lot of YouTubers, I used to try to say, how can you bridge connection with your audience? That's a whole nother conversation. We're getting into the brand strategy side of who I am <laughs> now. Now, I don't, I'm not opposed to working with you, but the thing is with me, if I'm going to work with influencers, 
boundaries. We got to have an establishment on that. We're going to change the game with that one, okay? No more of that. I don't... It, it Y'all got such a bad names in a sense, because of how it was done. You know, sometimes it's a presentation sometimes. Don't get me wrong. Y'all do aesthetically well and all that stuff. When I'm saying presentation, I'm saying how you present yourself to a potential client that you want to work with and market it. Make sure it's just not imposing on their brand. Make sure it's not brand infringement. Make sure you don't know about patents, copyright, what they have, and you're just taking it and incorporating and showing what you can flip. Remember, certain brands are not doing it the way these beauty brands are doing it. Certain brands are not doing it the way these hair brands are doing it or these makeup brands are doing it. And and it's just fashion right now that we're in and, and you know, in the healing area that we're doing and y'all trying to talk about healing. That's why I wanted to start off talking about it because... Before you do YouTube videos and talk about, I'm becoming her. It's a lot of y'all out there and it's cute. It's cute and it's good. The becoming her videos are fine. I'm just saying, be careful about these healing and stuff like that. Like we gotta, you take you in the healing journey. You can do all of that. This is going to be another conversation that's going to be had. I just don't want you to get yourself in slippery slopes. It's what I'm saying. Even and I'm using myself as an example because people identify me as a healer and a therapist. And even now I'm like, no child, I am not a therapist. I am not a healer. I am an image consulting, but I do understand it feel like therapy when you're talking to me and you might be getting healed a little bit. And that's the fun part. And that's part of my gift, but it's a fun side with it. But at the end of the day, I am in my lane of image consulting. I am a certified image consultant. That's it. I know some things. And we got to make sure we got these disclaimers. Okay. Mm. I hope y'all received that with love. But I really wanted to say that. Because I just been noticing so much. And honestly. I'm just coming back to social media. I'm not as active as I used to be. I used to be on here like all the time before the break and I'm I'm slowly coming back. But before I do the videos and all that stuff, this is why with my new page becoming Lady L, I really wanted to set boundaries and things and energy. Energy is something I'm huge on. We talked about that in the last episode. Um go check that out and you'll know what I mean or go to my page. I'm very huge on energy. And um once you get working with me, you'll see the vibe. I'm very positive, very happy and all that. That's that's why a lot of people are drawn to me because of my vibe. And I like to have fun, but we're going to keep that vibe that way. We got to keep it positive. You know what I'm saying? We got to keep certain things. I know I ran into a lot in the pandemic. People trying to learn me. I got backlash. I don't care about backlash, but you know, you got people throwing, people going through so much and they don't realize the energy sometimes that they themselves are giving off. And that's why, again, I wanted to talk to you guys about healing. People are in different seasons of their healing journey and you got to be kind of aware of it. You ain't got to know specifically what people going through and no healing does not have to be a heavy thing, but you got to understand that there are some people who are in the heavy part of their healing journey and not everybody is good with dealing with emotional stuff. Some people are learning how to handle emotions. Some people are learning how to talk about emotions. Some people aren't even comfortable being vulnerable or even comfortable 
talking about emotions. So there's so many different parts to it in different seasons in where we are in our individual journeys with it. Okay. There are going to be some seasons that are going to be heavier. There are going to be some seasons that lighter. I've been in my seasons where I couldn't do the, the heavy stuff. I needed stuff light. Hey, when I was going through the grieving season, everything I needed was light. I didn't need heavy during that time frame. And I'm a deep person. There are certain songs I didn't want to hear when I was grieving. Like, I remember I'd be like, okay, I can't vibe with y'all today because it's the mood is too heavy. Y'all talking about songs about death and grieving and I'm experienced that. I'll come back and holler at y'all when the mood is a little bit lighter, you know, and that's no shade to anybody what they got going on. But I now said that, but even in me saying that it wasn't even received like that all the time. People take things personal sometimes, but it's like, it's not about you right now. This vibe is just a little too heavy and I need a little bit of lightness right now. Okay. It's a little heavy-ish. I'll tell you, even when I was going through grieving, I wasn't even on Facebook because there were so many people dealing with grief that I had to walk away from it just a little bit. And, you know, like my friends and family that are on there now, they're like, hey, girl, welcome back. And I'm back in the swing of things. But just for that season, it was just a little bit too much going on. And there was a lot going on during the pandemic. <laughs> so hopefully y'all understand that little part of me. But I'm going to bring this to a close. Like I said, this just was like a conversation that was pressing on my heart that I really wanted to have with you guys because I don't want to constantly have to post on social media things to set boundaries. I do like to have these conversations. I'm trying to get into my videos. Um, Bear with me. We're going into that. I know you see me doing things and you're feeling like, well, she could be talking to this and doing this and doing this. Like, we're getting there. I'm getting there. I, and I do have people that I work with. If you would like to work with me, it's best to reach out to me. Now that we've had this conversation, you kind of understand me a little better. And I know it's hard when you don't know someone and you're like, well, I don't know. She's going to be open or welcoming it, you know, because you don't know. And especially out of the season that I was coming out of. I do get it. But if you follow this rule with me, you should be okay. Number one, respect. Respect me. Respect yourselves. I'm going to show you respect. Show me respect. If we got that, we good. We can work together. That's number one boundaries respect my boundaries i'm going to respect your boundaries okay i love to communicate now i understand everybody's not good at verbal communication i don't expect you to be no expert or perfectionist in this but we got to learn how to communicate we can't run from communication i want you to do your best to communicate with me you're not gonna always have social media as a means to communicate with me and social media if we can be honest Mixed communication can easily <laughs> happen in that particular space. Threads is where it's at for me. And with me having a new account, I honestly just created a new Threads for my Becoming Lady L space. So you'll be able to follow me there. It's up and running. And I also have a Threads for At Her Best Style. So you can follow me there. That's for my fashion side and my image consulting side. And Becoming Lady L is just if you want to get to know me. And have those conversations. I love intimate conversations. So that's a backdoor way to talk to me. And I'll slowly tell you other ways that you can get to know me. But it's about to cut me off. Hopefully the message got received with love. If not, then you know, hey, play it again when you're in a different headspace and you receive it. And I'll see y'all in the next one.